You're listening to the Free Your Mind podcast. Join Moya and Kumo every other Wednesday as they share their unfiltered views and debate on topics with guests from issues making the headlines to topics generating buzz in the group chats. Make sure to share the episode with a friend and rate us if you enjoyed it. Why don't you give us a follow on Twitter at GCR Free Your Mind? And of course, you can listen to all our episodes on our website, listen to gcr.com. Just go to shows and you will find Free Your Mind and everything related on there. The next episode starts now. Hi guys, um, welcome to Jesus. My energy is down. Let's take this again. Hi guys, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> the fufu is working. The fufu is working. Um, the fufu is working. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. All right. She sells. She sells. At the she sells. She sells. She sells. All right. Okay. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Hi guys. Um, welcome to another episode of Free Your Mind. Um, I'm your host Komo. Um, Maya is on break for a while because she's preparing for law exams and you know how difficult that is so she needs time to do that she'll be off for like one or two episodes but hopefully um, she'll be back again good luck to you Maya um, but today I'm in the studio with a, a guest um, I'll let her introduce herself to the listeners so yeah hi Komo thanks for having me Hi everyone Welcome. listening, and I hope that's a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, that's a um, lot of people. <laughs> yeah, so I'm Karen, but most people know me as uh, Okundayo online. Um, how should I even introduce myself to you guys? I'm just fun, preppy. I like to take a look at the interesting side of issues. Um, professionally, I work in marketing and operations. On my own, I do some consulting. So, I mean, if any of you all need something like that for your company, holla. <laughs> anyway, yeah, this is my first podcast ever, so yeah. thank you for helping me take something off my bucket list. Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank thanks for thanks for um honoring my invitation on such a short notice. I'm actually very grateful. I didn't know it was on your bucket list, but hey, <laughs> um, I guess it's a good thing for all of us. Dreams do. Uh, yeah, GSA dreams do come true. <laughs> yes. <laughs> ah, okay yeah yeah true dreams do come true right probably maybe you can even use this to zoom into like a whole podcast career i guess i know right? i know i should look into that i, I would like yeah to yeah 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 talk to gcr we are here for you um <laughs> anyway yeah guys you can go to listen to gcr.com a very nice website where you can listen to all our podcasts um we have a lot of podcasts on a lot of issues. So, yeah, zoom in there and check out something that suits your taste. Yeah. So, let's do a little icebreaker before we get into the episode. Um, Karen. Yes. So, which one are you going to choose? A hundred thousand dollars or a hundred loyal friends? Hmm. On one hand, a hundred thousand dollars. It's a good amount of money because I can invest it into stuff and sometimes to nipa your dad. So, <laughs> <laughs> but then again, a eh, hundred loyal friends like, if I can honestly trust their loyalty, I think what they can give me is probably much more than a hundred thousand because there's things like opportunities I can probably get through them. Uh, maybe they can even give me the hundred thousand exactly. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, 
Yeah, and there's all those intangible things like friendship and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay. But it's also dicey. I will go for the 100 friends. Wow, okay. Right. <laughs> okay, so um, Karen has proved to us that she is a people's person and she would go for 100 loyal friends. Alright, let's get into the what they happen segment. So, um, over the past few weeks, um, there's been a whole lot of issues on some Muslim students that were um, banned from fasting in uh, Wesley Girls High School. For our listeners who don't know uh, Wesley Girls High School, it's a, it's a second cycle institution, if I'm right, right? Yeah, second cycle institution in Ghana, um, and it's an all-girls school. So recently, um, they had some almost 21 Muslims that were not allowed to fast during the Ramadan season. Um, some, I think one of the parents came for their kid and then it became um, a whole news. Bearing on the fact that some months prior, as we have discussed in our podcast, there was um, a Rastafarian issue where some Rastafarians were not also allowed to um, get into Achimota. Um, based on this, I had a conversation with um, Kes from the other room podcast because she's an old student of that school to sample her views and experiences in that school. So um, let's listen to what she had to say. Um, so, Kes, tell tell me about your experience in gay nephew. You already started. You're laughing. Oh my god. <laughs> But yeah, what's the experience like in Wesley Girls? Yeah, Wesley Girls High School, the best school in the world. So <laughs> there was there was too much pressure, too much pressure in that school. Unnecessary pressure, really. You can't you can't just live your life like even as a form one girl, like your whole time is spent chasing, running after water, working, doing something for a senior or other. I mean, I know other schools have it, but I don't know. Ours was just so stressful. And also because you can't really do much. I wouldn't say I had a good experience in that school. And I've kind of kind of blocked it from my memory in a sense. Yeah. I don't people I meet friends and they ask me or they, they bring up something that happened and I'm just like, Oh yeah, I don't remember it because I really just blocked that time for that school. But yeah. yeah. Um, it was more or less like a prison for me. It was more or less like a prison. Yeah. You, you don't have the freedom to do anything. I understand that we are under the care of the housemasters and the teachers and everyone else, but then it's it's just too much. It's it's too bad, really. Um, my next question is, um, did you witness any form of religious like intolerance when you were there? <laughs> yes but at that time it was normal very yeah, we didn't even see anything wrong with it so we i had two muslims in my classroom and they were basically like christians we would because we used to take turns in leading morning devotion closing prayers prep prayers everything and they were doing it just like us and i mean i don't know how i feel about having a Muslim pray to okay. Well, I guess I'm not. I'm okay with this, but it's like we are assuming that they are praying to Jesus Christ yeah. for all of us. But I mean, as they are praying, they don't say Jesus Christ or they don't. They just say, I think sometimes they say God, but then they just kind of pray a very generic prayer. Yeah. 
So, yeah, so like lead us through the day and keep us safe, you know, that kind of thing. So it's like, who exactly are you praying to? But I mean, for us, we didn't really, like I said, it was very normal. So we didn't really see much about um, anything wrong with it. But what I know is um, during services, like church service, um, morning devotion and stuff in the chapel with the chaplain and the headmistress and some of the teachers leading and stuff like that, they're always condemning Muslims. They're always condemning Islam. It's uh, the whole um, religion, Islamic religion, really. It was it was always, you are a Christian or you die type of thing. And even that, even within Christianity, it's only it's selective. So it's the Orthodox churches and then maybe a few um, of the charismatic. Because like they even talk down um, Latter-day Saints, like Jehovah's Witness, you know, stuff like that. It's like, you you can't even you can't just you can't even even within Christianity you can't win. So it's like yeah, there's always and the Muslims are bad and this and that and that and I mean those those are the times they they are able to really manipulate you. So a lot of people had that. I yeah, they always say don't pass through Wesley girls, let Wesley girls pass through you or something like that. <laughs> and I always I always say I did the different the the opposite because really yeah. I the way people were able to be manipulated and stuff like that. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't allow that to happen to me, thankfully. But yeah. yeah, it's like I said, it's normal. But at the same time, it was bad. This is what I want to find out. Was it stated in a rule book that everybody had to practice Christianity? Like I'm, I'm sure you not really exactly remember because it's been years now. Fair point. Yeah. But I think that the the information that's really going on is that like. The parents sign an undertaking, and in that undertaking, like you have to follow the, like you have to be a Christian, whether you are a Muslim or something. I, um, to be fair, that's right to some extent. We did, um, every student comes in and signs a bond, and then it indicates that this is a Christian school, and you have to, wow. you know, kind of, I guess, adhere to the Christian rules and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And basically, they they say there's only one rule in the school. A breach of common sense is a breach of school rules. And that's what I remember vividly from that. But then it does, so again, it does talk about you're, you're welcome to like a Christian school and stuff like that, you know, and then you yeah. sign to it. So every every student signs and some sort of bond. So they sort of set they sort of set their common sense for you because common sense is <laughs> exactly. really a very broad thing. So exactly like yeah. Because if yes, you are speaking this sense, it, really. true. Because if you are speaking this sense, then it's common sense to let somebody practice their religion because that's what mm-hmm. they are used to. The teenager didn't all of a sudden start fasting in your school. She has been yeah, fasting, fasting for God knows how long. So it's common sense to let her fast. A breach of common sense, a breach of school. That's interesting. That's like a prison camp. Like some <laughs> people, <laughs> challenge. Yeah. Like you have a prison guard and all of that. Wow. Okay, so a breach of common sense common is a breach of school. I'll, I'll keep that in mind. Um, <laughs> the last question before we end this. Why do you think a lot of people are very indifferent? Especially like our age groups, probably millennials and Gen Zs are very indifferent about gay as a school. As an alma mater. I think it's really because of the experiences that we went through. Gay on paper is perfect. Like, I would say I went to Gehe only because it has some prestige to it, you know. But apart from that, when I'm talking, to, it depends on who I'm talking to. When I'm talking to peers and stuff, I don't really like to bring up, oh, I went to Gehe because 
as soon as he's already judged. Because so so there's just so much that goes on. Let me tell you, you walk into the school with your trunk and chop box, they assign you to a senior who goes through your stuff and make sure that you didn't bring in um, unwanted items. So that's some type of clothing. So like one way now, tank tops, you can't have that. It has to be fully covered. Um, skirts be below your knee or longer, you know, not really too tight fitting clothes and stuff like that. So like, I don't know. It's just from the day you enter, it's just something else. You have to eat everything. I don't like porridge and those things, but I had to eat it by fourth. Ugh, okay. Um, you know, like you're always so, working. Sorry for making you recount <laughs> these. Um, That's fine. Um, <laughs> I memories, wake up, but... you don't have water to bath, but you have to get, fetch water for teachers. And it's like, from one, you have like five minutes to do all these things. And yes, I don't have water to bath. I have to somehow find water to fill the teachers barrel or whatever and then also at the same time get water enough, enough water for myself to bath and be out even before everyone else is out but everyone else showers and takes their time and does everything before we do like it's crazy like it just doesn't make sense really i honestly gay wasn't my first choice it wasn't my choice it was my parents choice and yeah there's, here we are there's today, always but... that <laughs> I, I mean Charlene, you don't i don't even want us to get into the the way uh, we allow teenagers to choose their life path in Ghana. But yeah, um, thanks for having this conversation. Um, I'm also sorry <laughs> for you. letting you recount um, <laughs> your your memories you are locked up in a chest for a very long time. For anybody listening to this, trigger warning. <laughs> and we are back. So all of you heard what Kes had to say on that recording i had with her but before i get into um the discussion karen what secondary school did you go to hmm. well i went to wesley girls high school as well i'm like okay <laughs> uh yeah i did i actually did my research on you but i think that is the part that i didn't get so yeah um i guess that you also give more flesh to what's Kes has already said on the episode, um, on the, on the, on the, how do you call it, on the um, interview. Karen, um, what are your submissions about the audio we just listened to? Um, so, yeah, like, Kes didn't say anything that I haven't also seen and experienced in the school. Um, everything from the rigidity of schedule, which, I mean, it has its pros and cons, uh, to in fact yes the now that i'm looking back i will call it religious discrimination um that took place like there was a whole lot that i I have mixed feelings i think everybody no not everybody but most people would have mixed feelings about their ss experience because there was a good side Mm -hmm. that you liked like entertainment and friends and all of that but then there's other sides where um well, you were a kid, so maybe, maybe you won't complain then. But now you're an adult, you're looking back and you're like, I don't think this was something that was good. When you were talking, you spoke about um, religious issues. Can you like pinpoint on some of the um, religious incidents that you faced um, or you witnessed while, whilst you were there? Christianity is the dominant religion in Ghana, right? And so if you're like maybe born Christian and stuff like that, you, you kind of just take it for granted. Um, but 
with people who have other religions, like maybe they're Muslim or even within like the Christian domicile, there's like different denominations, denominations, sorry, like maybe Latter-day Saints and all of that. So, like they're actually quite pushed to the edge, like per the experience you'd have in the school. Because I understand, yes, it's a Methodist school, as they will tell you, but um, like you're supposed to go according to Methodist practices as well in terms of you have to go to church, you have to have a hymn book, you have to pray to Jesus and all of that. And um, maybe for a Christian, if you're a Christian, you don't see anything wrong with that. But then if you're Muslim, you're you're pushed to the sidelines because how would you feel if you were forced to pray to Allah or forced to like call libation or something like that? So that to me was discrimination that was going on. Um, Kes said something in her video. She said that, uh, I mean, sorry, her audio, she said even in Christianity couldn't win. And that hit me because like she was right, like even um, within Christianity, like certain other denominations weren't necessarily like, like you, they could get looked down on. Like, oh, this one of the attendants didn't really match. It's like, oh, then that's bad. These people, like, people who don't follow these signs of this one will go to hell. To the person preaching, they are just preaching what they believe. But then, like, if you stand outside of that and look, nah, nah, that wasn't good. All right. So, um, now you are done with school, um, you've gone to um, the tertiary institution, or you have grown as an individual. Do you think that looking back, um, on some of these practices that should we base religion, religious activities as an integral part of this secondary school curriculum? The only reason you should integrate anything that has to do with spirituality with education is if you're studying it like as your course or something. Not in terms of personal practice. I don't see how those two should come together at this point in time. I... I, I you are coming to school to learn, right? And this is something that's going to go towards um, maybe you having like a stable career or like a job or something. Like that. that's where the educational line usually tells you to. Um, it's not like you're studying to become like a pastor or something. Sorry. But I don't, I don't see why they're trying, like people want to try so hard to link the two together. They, they don't, there's no relation at this point of time for the goal you have. I think I, I guess that all all that we've discussed just points down to um, religious fundamentalism. For me, I'm not so much of a religious person. I think that um, how I see life as being uh, more of just be a good person and and be morally upright and do what you deem good to yourself and your neighbors. But um, exactly. yeah, yeah. But as I said earlier, I think that so far as our core our core in its nature likes to be very religious it will be kind of hard to get rid of this hopefully the ministry of education um, is able to look through these issues very critically and come out with like a good example because it looks as if from the beginning of the year our laws that we've had have been um have, have been tested they've gone through the mill and they've come out very woefully or poorly which kind of proves that um, they have to they have to be changed or they have to be fine-tuned. But uh, finally, I know you are not an education person, but uh, we cannot dis- discuss <laughs> causes. We cannot discuss causes of issues without discussing um, possible solutions. What do you think can be done to solve these kind of issues? Um, 
like what we saw in Achimota, what we saw in Gay. What do you think can be done to like mitigate these kind of issues so that like you don't see them happening a lot more? Um. Well, first of all, uh, um, I think we have to start looking at um the kinds of rules we put together for schools in terms of how does this affect our main mandate? Like with the Achimota thing like this, allowing people to keep their hair, pay their religion, how does this affect your main mandate of educating the students? Some people have this issue that, oh, if you, allow, if you change rules or if you allow one thing, you're going to open the floodgates for chaos. That's, that's quite uh, extreme. That's <laughs> Yes, it is. Yeah. I mean, like, the fact that you allow one thing doesn't mean that everything is allowed. Of course, we have balance in things. We do things in moderation. Yeah. Like, as I said earlier, you look and see, like, how is this going to affect the main mandate? Is it going to open the door for maybe more negative things to happen than positive or vice versa? Like, you analyze those things. With the fasting issue, for example, it's not like there isn't a solution in terms of the fact that the muslim calendar has allowances for you to know when the fasting is going to be done um how many days all of that we know it's a routine thing that's done so preparation can be made for it i understand that um in uh, our school we it's needed for every girl to eat because you don't want to leave them and then like they're hungry they're getting sick they're fainting all of those things these are kids under your care you don't want to leave them to just do whatever and then parents have left them to you and then you do something something happens to their kid i understand that but you can make allowances for a scheduled fast like this and you know they're not going to fast the entire day there's like starting times and ending times ensure that there's food in the dining hall for them when they finish like this is something that you can manage you can have some structure around so it's not like there's no allowance um rules have been rules because like there was a context for it the school has been a missionary school because missionaries brought it in. And uh, the missionary stuff was very tied to the governance that was happening at the time. But we've moved past that. We are not even under colonial rule anymore. So <laughs> things have to change as well. Makes sense. Media, I always say that, um, as you said earlier, I agree with you on the part that we have to fundamentalize the rules that applies to secondary school so that we have a basic rule for all secondary schools. Not every school trying to find to the, the rules to suit them because sometimes you realize that mm-hmm. some of these rules come from the head of those institutions. So you will find like like let me give a practical example. Like for us in Accra Academy, we at at some point we had like I had people who I know on Twitter right now who were like imams in our schools and we had like mocks for them to pray and do all of that. And yeah, we had we had an imam in our school. I'm not going to mention his name, but it's somebody that you know. Um, <laughs> we had like a place for them um, to pray and all of that. And you could, you, you, you'd be shocked that you go to the another school and that is not allowed. And that's because it's coming from probably the top or the headmasters. Um, we were lucky that our headmasters were very liberal people. In other schools, probably the headmaster or headmistress it's a very conservative person, so then it becomes very difficult to do some of these things. So then if you have like a fundamental rule, then those rules would not be fine-tuned to suit the special agendas of these um, headmasters and headmistresses. Because as you said, like, how difficult is it, yeah, how difficult is it to 
leave um, food for somebody to come and eat after five. Like, it's just for a month. You get it. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully, um, if anybody who works at Ministry of Education is listening to this, talk to Dr. Edutrin. I know he's a very smart man to solve this thing once and for all. The churches, they, they figure too much. But you too, you know, they even contribute <laughs> money to the school. Let's get to the next tweet of the week. Let's, let's go into the tweet of the week. And this tweet is from an account uh, called Ozi. Um, Ozi Yetomi. I hope I didn't mess up your name. but um, And she says, <laughs> LMAO, I remember when I first moved back and I was seeing this guy. I was driving to hang with him and suddenly my car stops. I kind of just started driving, so I was nervous. I was close to him, so I texted him saying my car had stopped. And he replied saying, oh, wow. And that was it. <laughs> I'm still going to laugh at this tweet like the first time I read it. Karen, comments. Oh, see, this is the kind of thing where after you write, oh, wow, and me, I'm sending you a paragraph or paragraphs. Because this is oh wow. <laughs> like if you if you continue the thread and she talks about how like ah he didn't help, he didn't say anything, he didn't offer like nothing. And later he's like, Are you still coming? And she left. It's good she left. Because <laughs> why 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 don't you why aren't you showing any care or any effort or initiative or like Anyway, you... <laughs> but but here's my question though. Here's my question though. Um, do you think that men by behavior are one of the two, or is really just a circumstantial issue? Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying in terms of like maybe circumstance, so he couldn't do anything. Yeah. But if if you think about it, you know, I'm I'm inclined to side with her in that even if maybe you can't do something in the circumstance, can you show that you care? Or maybe you, you like, can you tell me something I can get done? Can you connect me to someone? Or can you even ask, am I okay? Or like, there's a consideration side of it. We don't expect you to necessarily fix the issue, right? But we need to see some care, consideration, or oh, okay. effort, or action. So, so, so for you, so for you would, would, so for you would moral support have helped? Oh, Maybe I can't. I I might call you an Uber. I mean, like if I was the guy, I think I could call the girl an Uber or I don't know. Say I have this mechanic you can call me. If I was a girl and the guy said, "Oh wow, just as this one did, I am also leaving." Wow. Definitely. Okay. <laughs> okay. Me me, I believe that the oh wow is circumstantial because the only factor between somebody being an oh wow person and um, let me sort that out is money, basically. Because the way the woman was describing the thing, that means that this is somebody he knew for a while. Like, they've been getting on. But also, also, like, the guy to, you know, try. He didn't try. Like, ah. Because I'm assuming that the girl is coming to the house for the jukes. Even if they are not even coming to (laughs) have sex, at least there would be some level of, like, intimacy. You'd have, like... Like yeah. any any kind of intimacy that we'll try and do, at least it will be a fun time. So if somebody's coming to your house for a fun time 
and the person's car has broken down. Like, meet the person halfway, unless he, he didn't and want to see the girl. Uh-huh. Yeah, but you know what's wild? Like, probably, the... probably, maybe he was having another girl too there, so like. <laughs> Your mind foul, you see. So, the nigga was up to something. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, I'm, I'm sure probably was having an argument there, too. That's why he didn't, um, he, did, hey. he he said, Oh wow, because like Charlie, me, I would have just come to meet you halfway and called my mechanic to come and help you yeah, fix exactly. that. That's what I was saying, circumstantial, because probably it could also be that I didn't have money to call a mechanic, or if he called a mechanic, the girl would have expected him to pay. And maybe he didn't have money. And he didn't know how to tell the girl that he doesn't have money. But the thing is, you can't assume that they are coming for your money, you know. Like, so because of that, you are about to start ghosting. Like, hey, how traumatized are you about me? <laughs> like, no. If somebody wow. says, oh, this is the issue. Because I'm coming to meet you, this is the issue. No, you're like, mm, they're coming for my money. Let me run away. Oh, no, 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 no. Like, just show them. Because <laughs> today, maybe it's all while on you're coming tomorrow is oh wow on another issue that's a bigger issue like he just detached look this small red flag <laughs> Chale, red flag <laughs> look this small red flag <laughs> Chale, 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 Chale. look this small red flag uh but yeah that was our tweet for the week um before we go um karen can you plug yourself yeah. for the people um, Okay, me, I'm usually online on social, especially like my Twitter and probably Snap. And so anything I'm ever doing, if it's like work-related, for example, consultancy, or if um, somebody passes jobs through me and I'm looking for someone, because I do that too sometimes, um, just follow me on my Twitter, actually. O-K-U-N-D-A-Y-O-R. O-K-U-N-D-A-Y-O. Anything I'm up to. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So actually, you you guys can follow me on my Twitter, all my all my socials actually. Um, o k u n d a y o r. So I, I'm up to different things at different times. Uh, sometimes I'm doing consulting, so you can hit me up <laughs> if you need any like marketing or operations assistance. Um, sometimes I put out jobs that people once filled so you can follow me if there's any other updates on anything i'm doing yep okay all right all right so yeah um karen aka okundayo i love the name <laughs> so much yeah charlie thanks for honoring my invitation again um it's been a great episode thank you for having me thanks to everybody for listening and we will catch you on the next episode Bye-bye to our listeners. Bye, guys. This has been a Gold Coast Reports production. Catch up on episodes and discover more shows from our network on listen to gcr.com. Okay, 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 okay,